Hey, it's Jim Brickman, and you guys are listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk. Vahini Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen. No flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the glee club. Hey, howdy, hey. And thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Alan. I'm Keith. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 58 for the week of November 30th, 2014. We hope that everybody had a great Thanksgiving this past week, and we hope that you're completely full and you're ready for another episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk. This week, we're going to talk about Alan and my trip reports from November. Yay for you. <laughs> Sorry, Keith. <laughs> don't, don't be jealous, Keith. Don't be jealous. Oh, no. I haven't been jealous at all. But before we get into the, the whole trip report thing, uh, we came up with an idea here to show your tiki side. And what we mean by show your tiki side is we would love for people to call in live from the parks and say who you are and that you're live at, say, you know, say, my name is Sean. I am live from the Magic Kingdom and you're listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk and just show as much enthusiasm as you can. You know, maybe doing it on an attraction, maybe like on the Seven Dwarfs Mine Coaster or something like that. It just would be a lot of fun. And we'll play it on the beginning of the, the show each week. You know, we'll see how it goes and we'll see how many we get. So hopefully we get some responses to this. And we just thought it was a fun idea. You maybe could call the uh, the Tiki number, which is, I think, 2564 tiki or just... Uh, Use an app on your phone and record it, and then email it to us, too. You can send it to podcast at Enchanted Tiki Talk. It is. I can't wait to hear what our fans come up with, because they're always real uh, creative when we uh, toss things out like that. So it should be fun. It'll be like me calling from the TTA. Right. Yeah. But hopefully hopefully there's going to be somebody down there in the, the next few weeks so they can record something for us if not you know we'll just sit around you know twiddling our thumbs waiting for it to happen so yeah and you don't, have to, you don't have to take a long time just like sean said you know who you are where you're calling live from and you're listening to enchanted tiki talk we, we know you know you're on vacation we don't want to take a bunch of your time but just something quick like that would be great or those locals who brag you know that they're like locals now scott who brag all the time that they're at the parks like 18 hours a day Right. Not mentioning any names, Scott, or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I would never do that, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So uh, let's get into the meat of the episode. Enough about listening to Scott or not listening to Scott. (laughs) Scott. (laughs) Who said anything about Scott? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Jeez, John. I think it's like the word of the day. What a name dropper you are. (laughs) That's a secret word. Anytime he says the word Scott, (laughs) you got to scream real loud. (laughs) I can't do people. (laughs) Oh! Let's go to Jambi. Okay. (laughs) I guess I'll start off with my trip report since I came first. So we went uh, November 6th to the 11th, and we got there on a Thursday, and we left on a Tuesday. So initially when we got there, it was a really long day. You know, car service came for us at like 4.30, got to the airport at like 5.45. Our flight took off on time at 7.30. We ended up getting there early in Orlando by like 25 minutes, which is unheard of if you're flying out of Newark. So, you know, that's the best thing. So we 
you know, we went down to Magical Express. We got into, we were literally on Magical Express for four minutes before we took off and left. I've wow. never had an experience like that either. So it was like everything was going in our favor, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so we got to uh, Old Key West. You know, we were staying at Old Key West. Our rooms weren't ready. I figured they wouldn't be ready. So I think we got there, you know, like a roughly 11, 11, 15. So... You know, we went there and we were waiting for my wife's cousin to show up. So we ended up uh, going to the Magic Kingdom right away. So we got the Magic Kingdom around 1230 or so. And does anybody have an idea the first thing that we did once we got to the Magic Kingdom? You had Hadolin. No. I had the Tiki Room. No. You got... You couldn't uh, get in the park because your tickets didn't work. No. Nothing oh. exciting. We... A barbecue slaw dog at Casey's. No. 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 And... Never had, never went to Casey's. I never ate Casey's. I never had a Dole Whip on this trip. It was Man. Very, very strange trip for me. I'd have stayed home. <laughs> we, we clearly had no idea, so why don't you just go ahead and tell us? Yeah. So we, everybody's, you know, since it was such a long day, everybody was starving and hungry, so we went to Columbia Harbor House for lunch. That was the first thing they did. So I guess it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. So once everybody got done eating, we went on to the, the Haunted Mansion because we had a fast, pa- fast pass for Seven Dwarfs Mine Coaster at 145. So we went to the Haunted Mansion, and, you know, it's one of those things that's like a 25, 30-minute wait for Haunted Mansion. I just can't get over that really? because really? of the fast pass. You know, I remember, you know, 15 minutes at the most, you know, a lot of times of the year. So that's just a downside for me. But we, you know, we ended up getting on that and we went to the, after that, we went to the Seven Dwarfs Mine Coaster. I was really impressed with the Seven Dwarfs Mine Coaster. I really enjoyed it. I know people talk about, you know, it's a little tight in there and it definitely was tight on my legs. But my my waist and my sides were perfectly fine. But the legs, it was really tight on my legs. So my like my thigh area. So, but I really enjoy the coaster. It is a little. It does. It. I think it's like a like a minute fifteen or a minute thirty the ride or something along those lines. And it does seem really really quick. But it's. I think it's a fun attraction. And I think once you get inside the mine, if if you haven't gone on it already, you know I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But there's a basically like a, everybody in our car was singing along to Hi Ho. <laughs> so I really enjoy doing that. And you know I I think it was a the ride was a cross between. Uh, Big Thunder Mountain and Goofy's Barnstormer, but definitely probably leaning more towards the Barnstormer end of things. You know, it's probably more like Barnstormer, like 65%, I would say. So, but that was a really great attraction. Yeah, I'll jump in on that just real quick, because this was my first time riding uh, the mine train as well, and I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't didn't have the problem with it being tight. I mean, I'm tall, I'm 6'4", but I didn't feel like it was any tighter on my legs than any other ride at Walt Disney World. I mean, when you're 6'4", you just kind of deal with being cramped in, in the leg area. So it is what it is. Um, but I enjoyed the ride. I thought, I agreed that it was probably a little bit too short, uh, but I was impressed with the mine portion. The animatronics are spectacular. I was impressed with how smooth the ride was. I mean, you yeah. just, there, there's no, you, you just, you're, you're like you're flying. You're just gliding through. It was so incredibly smooth uh, and, and so quiet. Uh, just standing outside of it when we were getting ready to get on, and I, I heard the, the train roll by, and, well, I didn't hear it. That's the point. I, I saw it come by, but you don't hear it. It's so incredibly smooth. Uh, I really enjoyed the ride. I, it's not it's not replacing Splash Mountain or Tower of Terror anytime soon as far as being my favorite, <laughs> but right. I thought it was really good for what it was. I think it, I think it fits that area really, really well. I think it fits the Magic Kingdom extremely well as far as yep. being a family-friendly ride. Um, I think people that are 
going into it expecting, you know, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, you're, you're, you're setting your hopes too high for this. That's not what this attraction is supposed to be. It's not what it is. And if you go in looking for it, you're going to be disappointed. But if you go in looking for a family-friendly attraction, even for the, the little ones, uh, you're going to be pleased. And that's what I went into it. Just you know, I went into it open-minded. I had never seen the video. I had no knowledge of it because that's what I wanted. I wanted to just experience it. I waited about 15 minutes for it during the Christmas party. It's a really good attraction. It's, it's really well done. And I, I think it's I think it's absolutely perfect for the area that it is in. You know, if they put that in, you know, Hollywood Studios or, or some other area of the park, it might not fit as well. But in Fantasyland, which is supposed to be for the little ones, it's absolutely perfect as far as I'm concerned. Oh yeah, I agree with you, and I, I just can't over, get over how quiet it is. It's just amazing. You're you're standing out there, you wouldn't even know a coaster is going by except for people, you know, screaming a little bit. And it's not really screams; it's more like fun screams of you know happiness. Yeah, absolutely. And, and when you're on it, it it is so smooth and so quiet. It's it's amazing just to to be on something like that. You know, you're so when you go on Space Mountain, you're getting jolted left and right, and you're, it's a rough ride. You get on this, and it's just—it's like you're not even on a coaster, almost. You know, it's—it's it's so quick. It just, everything yeah. happens so quick. It's yeah, it amazing. just zips you along. It's—it yeah. was—I was really impressed with with how smooth and quiet the ride was. And I like—I don't want to bring it up in case anybody hasn't been on the attraction just yet. But the the end of it before you get off, you know, on the right hand side, the building on the right hand side. I didn't even know that they had that on there. If you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I didn't um, know about it either. And we were stuck yeah, there, and I was like, oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, it is. It's pretty cool. It's pretty neat. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Sorry, Keith. You can't. You don't know what it is. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Please don't, because I haven't watched like any. <laughs> like, yeah, I was the same way. I didn't watch anything cause... either. So. Yeah, like, I didn't I'm watch anything either, and, and I won't say anything else. I just, you know, but the, the ending was really neat, and and the mine was was really spectacular, yeah. really well done. The, the whole thing, I think, is really well done. Uh, like I said, I think people that are giving it a hard time maybe were expecting more. Right. Uh, than than what it was going to be, and and that's partially Disney's fault for for hyping it so much. I, you know, I can't I can't not give them some blame for for over hyping it. But going into it, I thought it was really really well done. What shocks me is you said how short it was. I mean, would think from from what I've heard, I've never ridden it, but if it slows down for the dark ride part of it, you would think that the ride itself would be a tad longer especially when like people are waiting like hours and hours to get on it and then it's only like a minute and a half long that that seems really short to me i just yeah, wish I it was longer because i'd like to spend more time in the mine i wish there was another mine area in the attraction agreed i mean i i think it's short only because i want it to be i want to experience the 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 non-roller coaster parts a little right. bit or the dark ride portions more mm-hmm. but you know what as far as is it too short? It is, but I could I could argue that ninety nine percent of the attractions at Walt Disney World are too short, or not even not even just Walt Disney World, any theme park, right, with right. the exception of a few like Splash Mountain. You know, that's a that's a longer ride, but most rides are too short. I mean, yeah. for the for the amount of time you wait for something and then you ride it, most rides are too short. But that's that's the nature of a theme park. So the you know the after that we went on the. Um Little Mermaid attraction, then we went on the Goofy's Barnstormer, we went on Dumbo, and then we went on the Space Mountain, and then we went on Buzz Lightyear. 
And after that, it was, you know, 5 o'clock, 5.30 or something along those lines. So we went back to Old Key West to drop the, the kids off and get into our room, check into our room. So we checked into our room, and Scott, <laughs> he came to, uh, <laughs> he met me that at, was, uh, that was awful. to say hello. <laughs> Maybe we should try it again. Edit that in again, because <laughs> that's going to sound really creepy. <laughs> it is. So, when I got back to our room, Scott... Ah! Ah! Oh. <laughs> Scott met me at our room, and, you know, that's the first time I got to meet him, uh, which was really nice. He's a real great guy. You know, I, I talk to him, you know, pretty much every day anyway. But uh, he's a real nice guy. I met him for the, physically for the first time. We hugged him and embraced and Aww. took a picture. So that was nice. And This is know, getting said, awkward. <laughs> so we said, uh, you know, he was there for a little bit, and we ordered pizza for my uh, in-laws and the kids so we can go to Epcot to experience Food and Wine Festival. Nice. And that's the first time I've in- experienced Food and Wine Festival. And I got to tell you, I would go back year in, year out to, to do that again. You know, we only had an hour, literally an hour and a half before the park closed because we got there at 7.30. And we just went from country to country to country as quickly as we could. And, oh, Keith, I mean, it's it's just so much fun. You really need to try it. Yeah, that's on our bucket list uh, for sure. Um, I'm hoping to kind of do a, a food and wine like slash uh, like holiday trip next year and just like squeeze it, you know, as much like new stuff into a trip as possible. So, yeah, when I saw the pictures and descriptions of everything that you were sending i was like salivating just like man i just want to bite <laughs> it, it was so good we went to i think it was patagonia and i tried the the lamb meatball i think that's where it was and that was really good i really enjoyed that we had beef tips in africa which mm-hmm. was really good i really loved that the farm fresh stand had the hash with bacon potatoes and something else, but they had way too much onion for me, so I didn't really care for it. So that was a little downside for me. We went to, you know, I was drinking different beers along the way. Nothing really stood out at that point, but I wanted to go to Belgium, and the Belgium, the line for Belgium, because I wanted some, I love Belgian beer, and the line for that was just too long, and I just couldn't take my time to go there. And the same thing for, like, uh, I think it was China. We wanted to get some, try some stuff in China. The line was really long in China, and we're like, well, we got to skip it because we have other countries to get to. So we spent, uh, there's a couple others that we hit along the way, but I can't remember what they are. But we got to France and I tried escargot or escargots, as some people <laughs> like to call it. And that was really good. And I tried that with um, Cronenberg Blanc um, 1664, which is really good. It was a great combination. The, the, the Cronenberg beer is a, is a Weiss beer and I, I enjoy, I really enjoyed having that. It was very tasty. And then I went to Ireland and tried the, I think it was the Seafood Shepherd's Pie. Oh, I and love that. That. Uh, that was really good. That is wow. one of my favorite dishes. Yeah, that was that was exceptional. It was, How can you call a seafood anything a shepherd's pie? It's not well, called Seafood Shepherd's Pie. It's called... I forget what it's called. Um, it's not Shepherd's Pie. It's definitely not called that. It's It, it has various names. It's called like Fisherman's Pie or yeah, Seafood Pie. Oh, but okay. It's, it's not called... I mean, it has potatoes in it, but it's not called Shepherd's Pie. It's just like the vegetarian haggis. I can't... That's not haggis. I don't care what you say. <laughs> no. 
it's not. But yeah, that was really good, and I washed that down with a Guinness. And there's a couple of the places that we stopped at that I don't remember what they are. I can't remember. I didn't. I took notes, but I lost the piece of paper of everything that I had. So unfortunately, I can't remember everything. It was on and a napkin, I, and it just <laughs> probably. <laughs> I know He's, I spent a lot of money. He spilled beer on it. Yeah. I spent a lot of money at food, just at food and wine in general. I mean, just within an hour and a half. Oh yeah. I am. I'm not going to lie. I probably spent at least seventy five bucks. In, wow. An hour and a half, if uh, not, probably easily. I mean, we love we love food and wine. I've never pulled punches. I'm a sucker for the food and wine festival and the flower and garden for that matter. Uh, a lot of times that replaces one of our meals. So if you're if you're going to turn, you know, whatever festival we're talking about, we'll, we'll just stick with food and wine. If you're going to turn food and wine festival into a meal, you're going to spend some money because my wife and I would split dishes so we could both try it and try more stuff. But by that time, you're you're trying 10 or 11 dishes, maybe. I mean, you know, uh, just guessing at numbers here. But, you know, by the time you try even six, seven, eight dishes, you're spending 50, 60 bucks already. And that's not that's not counting any alcohol if you buy any right. beer or wine or champagne or any of those you know drinks. So. But I love food and wine. I mean, you're 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 preaching to the choir as far as I'm concerned. Uh, food and wine gets a lot of heat, and I don't get it. I love food and wine, and I would go every year if I could. I know, I know a lot of the times it's the same old stuff. And yes, on a Saturday or a Friday night, it's possibly the last place you'd ever want to be. But if you go on a weeknight, or even better, if you go during the day during the week, it's slow, it's quiet, and you get to try a lot of really good stuff. It's totally worth it as far as i'm concerned if you yeah, have so. the dining plan though um can't you um exhaust the credits on all your food and wine stuff too yeah Some they do count credits. as snacks most of the most of the entree yeah. quote-unquote entrees will count as snack credits so if you're on the dining plan that's seriously the way to go because you can right. get a lot that uh probably the first the first food and wine festival we ever went to we were on the dining plan that trip uh, we we weren't annual pass holders, so we didn't have uh, tables in Wonderland or anything like that. So we did the dining plan, and we used every one of our snack credits on Food and Wine Festival, and that's that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately for Ireland, that was the last country that we were able to get to because it was nine o'clock at the time we got there. So I didn't make it to Greece, I didn't make it to Puerto Rico, and I didn't make it to Hawaii. So unfortunately, you know. I was a little disappointed that that was pretty much the end of it. But it wasn't the end of our night at Epcot. That's the downside to food and wine is you cannot try everything. <laughs> no. So after the park closed, we headed on over to Mexico. And we went to La Cava del Tequila for the Epcot Wine Downs, which they have stopped. I don't know if they're going to continue it next year. I don't know if this is just – I don't know if it wasn't popular enough or, or what. But it is stopped for the holidays. So hopefully they will pick it up again you know, maybe in the summer of next year or something along those lines. And it's $35 a person and it's a tequila tasting. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big fan of tequila per se. I, I like it in my margaritas, but I'm not like one of those people that enjoys just sipping it. But I, I, we all had such a great time at La Cava del Tequila. The staff was really friendly. Jose, the bartender. I mean, he's just, man, he was just a great guy. He was telling us about tequila as well. Jose so, made my drinks when I went there. Jose's yeah. spectacular. <laughs> he is. He's really good. But so you're giving uh, three tequilas to taste. The first, when you get there, she, uh, the girl there, she gives a little, they talk about how they make tequila and things along those lines. So it's a little bit of an education too as well. So they, the first thing you do is you wash your mouth, your palate out with vodka. And then you go to the first tequila, which is like, I don't know, it's like 
freshly made tequila. It's not aged or anything like that, and it's pretty rough. And then you go to the next one. It's been aged for a little while, and it's a little bit smoother. And you go to the last one, and it's really smooth. And, you know, it's it's good. It's a, it's a nice size portion. And then they, I don't know what it is, but they the last one is they want you to clear your palate again and have this mescargao, mescar something. I don't know what the hell it is. Mescatel. I don't know what it is. And At that point, you don't even know what you're drinking. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what you're drinking. And, but I tasted it, and I said, I'm not drinking this. It's probably one of the few times that I've actually refused to have alcohol. Wow. Uh, it was just, uh, just tasted so bad. So after that, they give you these three spoonfuls, three or four spoonfuls of food with different stuff in it. It was like a chicken salad, like a salsa thing. And then there was dessert spoon, and I forgot what it was. And it was excellent. So we sat around and we ordered some um, uh, tostitas and some sal- chips and salsa. And then we started drinking margaritas. <laughs> For the record, before you move on, I don't think they serve tostitas there, but let's move past <laughs> Whatever. That. Chips, some kind of chips. <laughs> and But we had those margaritas, man. We had... Uh, I think my wife ordered a regular one. I ordered a uh, mango one at first, and my sister-in-law ordered a regular one, I think. And then I had a blood orange one, which was really good. Oh, and, yeah, so those delicious. ones are good. That was a really good one. And then I had the was it the cucumber or avocado? The avocado one, I think oh, it is. The cucumber one's delicious. I haven't had the avocado one, which were unbelievable. You know, so. I was absolutely amazed at the, the the tasting. So if you if you're a fan of tequila and they ever do it again, take take the opportunity. It's a nice time to spend like an hour hour and a half there. And then when you're done, you get to walk out of, of Epcot and there's like nobody else around. So I had it. I had a, just a, a blast doing that. And I I have a little um, review for you. It's a little about two minutes long, so I'm going to play it now for you guys. I'm here at the Epcot Wine Down at the Food and Wine Festival here on November 6, 2014, and we're here at the, the Cava del Tequila uh, wine tasting here, and I'm here with my, my brother-in-law, sister-in-law, and my, my lovely wife, Sharon, and we're enjoying some incredible tequila with an incredible bartender, Jose, and my sister-in-law is really, really enjoying what she was tasting here tonight, so Lauren, please describe your, your palate sensation here that you're having. My palate sensation, but I'm just saying the atmosphere and the fun at the Food and Wine Festival was awesome. What would you say your favorite thing that you had at the Food and Wine Festival oh, is? Everything varied from from Africa with the beef tenderloins to uh, New Zealand with the venison sausage, uh, Mexico with the the beef empanadas. It was fabulous. <laughs> Now, now you said something really interesting. Now, the we had three different uh, tequilas that we actually tasted. Um, one of them was tequila ambar blanco, which is a white, a tequila malago select barrel resposado, and a tequila chicaro nejo. And the uh, the blanco um, was not so good. Was not so good, but it got better as, it, <laughs> it as, got the, better the, as the flavor went, went along. Right. But you said something really interesting that. The chips. We should. We at the end of our, our tasting, we ordered. Uh, we had some chips delivered to our table from, from so Jose. So tequila should always be tasted with chips and salsa. I agree. Yeah, that, <laughs> that definitely adds to the atmosphere here at La Cava del Tequila. Adios. Adios. No. Now, um, Kevin, you're losing your voice here, but I think you need to add something. 
Well, the uh, the palate cleanser here, uh, Bob, the uh, the uh, mezcal, otherwise known as the ass in the can, is terrible. That's not Disney. What you just said. So I have to remove that. Well, <laughs> this is Sean here signing off from the Cava del Tequila. Uh, thanks for listening. After after that, we went to uh, you know we went back to our resort, and then Friday we went to Magic Kingdom in the morning, and we hit some attractions there. Then we at night we went to Epcot and we had dinner in Germany at the Beer Garden. So we didn't do any of the food and wine at that point because we knew that the the Epcot Beer Garden was coming up and nobody wanted to do anything. So we spent the night in Epcot, saw some illuminations and rode some more attractions. So that was a nice a nice day for us. Um, Saturday morning we went to Animal Kingdom and that was uh, that was a little bit of a, a fiasco there. We had a fast pass for Safari from 9.10 to 10.10. And we didn't get out of our room until 8.45, I want to say. You know, just when you're with a, such a large group of people, it's a little harder getting everybody to go at the same time, especially in the morning. So we got to our bus stop, and we ended up waiting like 45 minutes for the bus. Isn't Key West the one um, where there's like, like 20 stops around the resort? There's five stops. Usually the buses, I've had bad bus experiences at, at Old Key West before, and this was the absolute worst I've ever had. I saw three Magic Kingdom buses come, one after the other. Oh, really? I saw probably six Epcot buses come in that time frame. Oh, Another four or five Downtown Disney ones come in that time frame. Um, studios came, but and more Magic Kingdom buses came. In that 45 minutes, and finally, the Animal Kingdom one came. We were just like, you got to be kidding me. Wow. So we finally got on, and so we needed to get to our Fast Pass by 10.10. So we got to the Animal Kingdom. I forget what time it was, but now the system to check your... Now the system to do your finger thing to get into uh, to this, uh, this uh, Animal Kingdom wasn't working. So they had a hand scan. Oh, no. So it took... For, ever to get through there. There was such a long line. We finally got through there and every, waiting for everybody to get through there. Now everybody's hungry. So now we don't have time to sit and eat. So we go to Pizza Fari and everybody's grabbing their food to go. And Ugh. it's like <laughs> 9.58. So, and it takes like, it took us like seven minutes to get our food or whatever it was. We got to the Animal Kingdom at the Safari at 10.09. With one minute to spare, we got onto the safari. Wow! So, and it was good. It was a nice. It was a nice safari. Luckily, we just made it, and the and the cast member said, "Well, if you don't make it, it's only like a twenty minute wait. It's not the end of the world." Well, you know, we just wanted to get on. <laughs> so yeah. we're everybody's point, scoff- yeah. yeah, everybody's scoffing down their food, trying to get through the line as quick as they can. Everybody finished their food right before we were getting on the. The, the, the car, the truck to get out there. And the, the ride through was really nice. We, we had an incredible cast member. I wish I remember her name. She was really good, really pleasant to listen to, very knowledgeable. She's pointing out a lot of things. And we saw, you know, some animals that typically you don't see necessarily that are out. And, you know, they're out and moving around like the lion was moving around, and, you know, which normally doesn't happen all the time. And there's a lot of rhinos. The only thing, we only saw, I think, one hippo. That was out, but other than that, it was pretty. It was a pretty nice ride. There, a lot of the animals were out, so we were happy about that. So after after we did that, we went to Expedition Everest, 
So Expedition Everest, the line for Fast Pass to get in, it took us 10 minutes to get through Fast Pass just to get to the gate. Really? That's how many people there were for Fast Pass. I don't know if something happened before that, but we're like, oh my gosh. Or it's like so, everybody like waited until like right then um, to go and cash it in <laughs> instead of the hour you know, span that you have to make it there. I couldn't believe it. Like, people are like, is this the fast pass line you're coming up to? I'm like, yep. Sorry, you gotta go all the way down to the end of the line where the fast pass, you know, the old fast pass distribution line was. It was past that. Wow. So, the line was really long. So, we went on to the, the Everest, and, you know, that was a lot of fun. My nephew really enjoyed it. My niece really enjoyed it. So, that was fun. And then after that, we went on to Dinosaur. And after Dinosaur, we were heading out anyway. So, we went... Uh, we let the kids play in the, the play area, the dino dig area, so they did that. I took my son around, followed him around, so he had some fun with that. And that was the day that we wanted to spend time at the pool. So after the Animal Kingdom, we went to the pool, and we spent a few hours at the pool, and then we went to Ohana's for dinner, and I had my Lapu-Lapu. Nice. I, don't, I think I had two of them, I had one or two, a couple of them, I think, I don't remember. I guess that's all right. <laughs> I don't remember. I had like four of them. <laughs> but it was pretty difficult. Dinner times were, were really difficult for us because my daughter didn't like to sit there. Yeah. She did not want to sit there. It turns out that a week later she decided that she was going to start walking. So while oh. we were at Disney, she didn't want to sit there because she wanted to walk around. Mm. So she wanted to walk around with somebody. So that was the problem that we were having is that she didn't want to be confined. She wanted to be roaming around. So that was the problem with my daughter. And she slept in um, pretty much till like 6.30, 6.45, 7 o'clock every morning. So, you know, at least on this trip, I didn't have the issue of getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning. The first day she did, but that was fine. So we just walked around a little bit, made some friends, and then that was it. She slept in the rest of the day, so... At night, we went to the Magic Kingdom yeah, just to hang out, and we saw the the, uh, the electrical parade, and we were going to stay for fireworks, but I'm looking on my phone. I, I, I heard a cast member say that they were starting the parade early, and I've never heard them start a parade early, so they started the parade 10 minutes early because they wanted to get the parade in before it started to rain. Oh, okay. So I'm looking at my radar on the phone, and I'm like, oh, yeah, the rain is definitely coming. <laughs> So, like, I'm I'm pulling out all... I got, like, ten ponchos with me. So I'm, like, pulling out all the ponchos, distributing it to everybody. And everybody around me is looking at me like, what is this <laughs> like guy doing? Yeah. <laughs> so the parade makes the turn. We're watching the parade in um, Frontierland. The parade comes around the corner, and all of a sudden it starts raining. And you see everybody <laughs> scrambling to get their gear on. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Yes. I'm like, yeah, I was prepared, you suckers. So, you know, it rained throughout the whole parade. And after that, we didn't want to wait for the the fireworks. We didn't want to watch the fireworks. So we, you know, moved on out after that. I guess it was an early night for us. So we stopped at um, the confectionery. So this is funny. We stop at the, we get down to the end of Main Street. And my son is like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, you're hungry. And my mother-in-law and my wife are like, okay, we'll go to the confectionery. We'll get um, caramel apples to go. And my son's like, I'm hungry, okay. He's like, I want a hot dog. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So we turn around, walk to Casey's. I get in line to Casey's. And my father-in-law goes, um, he's sleeping. I'm like, what? He's sleeping? <laughs> you know, in the matter of like four minutes that it took to walk back to her, he was completely passed out. Oh, man. So I didn't get the hot dog. I said, okay, well, 
So I still got the hot dog. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't I wasn't hungry at that point. Uh. So on, on Sunday, Sunday morning, we went to the studios, and the first thing that we did was we went on Star Tours. Me and myself. Uh, me, myself, yeah, that's, that's one person, that's not two people. <laughs> so uh, me, my uh, nephew, and my brother-in-law, we went on Star Tours. My brother-in-law was a little shaky after yeah. going on it the first time, and I understood that, and actually he was, he was sweating from it. and I was a little nauseous, but I was okay to do it again, so I went back on with my nephew again. And we get off, and we were sitting there on the ride, and it, it's the same exact ride as the first time. Preaching really? to the choir... Like really, the same. Ex- the only difference was that the first time we had Darth Vader, yeah. the second time we had a uh, that droid. That the droid. Yep, 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 yep. Sounds like my trip. Same thing. Yeah. I mean, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, my nephew, brother. My nephew's never been on this before, and you're going to do this to me? Really? Yeah, like I took and rode it in uh, in 2012, and I got the pod racing scene. And then two years later, this past February, when I went on it. I got the same like pod racing scene. I told my wife, I said, we are going to ride this thing until <laughs> I see another scene because <laughs> because this is ridiculous. There are 42 of them. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to see at least two of them. And sure enough, I ended up uh, uh, on Hoth the second time. So, Oh, nice. I was happy after that. <laughs> yeah, I and I could not do it a third time. I just didn't have an in me to do it a third time. The first time I was I was fine. I was a little shaky, and after that, I'm like, uh, I don't think I could do it again. But, it doesn't bother me. Um, I've heard uh, like tons of stories of people who just you know get uh, sick and nauseous on there, and it, it uh, for some reason it just it doesn't bother me. I think my problem was all I had was coffee in the morning, so I don't oh. think it sat too well in me. And, th- and that usually will happen if, I, if I'm if i not eating something with coffee. I do get a little ill. But. Yeah. So after that, we had a fast pass for uh, Toy Story, so we went and did that. And then we had a fast pass for Tower of Terror, and we went and did that. And that was a lot of fun. And, you know, we do we got the, um, the, the My Magic photo thing. You know, you get a ride on video on that, on the Tower Chair. You also get one on the, the Seven Door Swine Coaster, which is a lot of fun. So that's like a nice touch to to get that extra video from the attraction. I, I, I'm i glad we did that so they, the kids could see that and, and remember that they wrote it. And, you know, it's a nice it's a nice little memory to have besides just a picture. So I saw that with, video, and it was really cool. That, that That's a nice uh, addition with that package. I know that the price is... Kind of steep, and uh, like a lot of people, you know, don't uh, like to pay for it. But it really is worth it. Consider the changes that they made to it, the stuff that they they keep on adding um, with it, in hopes that more people will buy it. Yeah, I think if they continue to do that and add some more attraction to it, I think it's something that I would probably purchase on every trip. If they keep adding those things, I think it adds extra value to that. But if you take advantage of it and you go if you get you know a couple hundred pictures mm-hmm. out of it, it definitely becomes a great value. So you know you just have to weigh the options when you're going to look at it. And just a tip: always buy it in advance. It's like fifty dollars cheaper. It's one fifty if you buy it ahead of time, or right. one ninety nine if you buy it um, when you're there or after the fact. Yeah. So um, after that, we went to the we wanted the kids wanted to go on uh, Aerosmith's Rock and Roller Coaster, <laughs> and. We didn't, you know, we couldn't get a fast pass for that too, so we chose the Tower of Terror. So we get on that, and it says it's like a forty-minute wait. So 
Turns out, it's like a 70-minute wait. Oh, man. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. I don't... They kept coming on and saying that there was, you know, delays and whatnot, but 70 minutes to walk through there? And we're like three-quarters of the way through, and we're not like... We're not going to get... We're not going to just walk off the line right. at this point. You know, we're like right there. But it took us 70 minutes to get through that. And I was just like, you know, it just... It stinks when that happens, when you, when you wait that long. Well, and, like, it's one thing, you know, if you know it's 70 minutes walking, like, on the line. Right. <laughs> but when they say it's, like, you know, like 20 minutes or 40 minutes, and then it right. ends up being, you know, like 75, it just kind of takes the magic away from, <laughs> right. from the ride a yep. little bit. So after that, we went to the backside of the studios, and my nephew went on... Uh, the the Muppet show and my kids had fallen asleep so we didn't do that so my wife and I walked through Epcot we had a lot of fun there we went and we walked you know we walked to Epcot so the kids could sleep and then we enjoyed a little bit more of food and wine while we were there which was a lot of fun we hit a couple of the, the countries and you know got to see Big Bad Voodoo Daddy a little bit nice and then we went to the resort right away after that because we were <laughs> running at this point we were running late for dinner so we went back to the resort had dinner and after dinner we went to the studios again to see the osborne lights so we checked out the osborne lights for about 15 minutes because everybody wanted to go see phantasmic and i haven't seen phantasmic since the last time i went with my my in-laws so you know it was nice to see it again and this time we took my i took my son my wife went back to the resort i posted about this in um on the blog that we put in there and I had a great experience with my son there, but we got up to Fantasmic, and he's like halfway through, and he wants to leave. And <laughs> he's like, I don't like this, I don't like this. I'm like, all right, all right, that's fine. So him and I, let's get up and leave. So I'm walking him out, and he won't turn away from me. He keeps watching and watching. I'm like, Connor, if you don't want to watch it, don't look at it. Right. But he won't turn his head. So we get to the end of the amphitheater, and there's some steps in the back, and I'm like, all right, well, let's just stand here and watch it. So I'm holding him while he's standing there watching it. I'm like, do you like it? He goes, I don't know. So I'm like, well, Mickey's going to beat the bad guy. And he's like, Mickey's going to eat the bad guy? <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, he's going to beat him. Watch. He enjoyed seeing the end of it where Mickey whips his sword out and fireworks come out. You know, he, he beats Maleficent. And, you know, so it turns out my son really loved it. I was just really happy that he took that extra opportunity to sit there and get past something that bothers him to enjoy something that I have always enjoyed and you know I enjoyed it with him so that was such a nice touch and after that we him and I were going to leave the park and we ended up getting our picture taking with the the hat in the back you know so it was my my farewell to the hat in the back and my son wanted to do more pictures so we ended up going back to the Osborne lights again so we saw the last 15 minutes of Osborne lights and I enjoyed that moment with him just because it was him and I and like 20, no lie, like 20 other people back there looking at the lights and him and I spotting little things wow. that sometimes when it's really crowded, you don't get the opportunity to see where Mickey Mouse, little Mickey Mouse uh, plush is sitting in a fire truck or um, Minnie, I forget where Minnie was and some kind of other truck. And, you know, it was nice having that little opportunity, that little moment with my son where I don't have moments like that on a daily basis. It was just him and I exploring and enjoying something. And then the lights came out and that was it. Lights came off and, you know, him and I left and went back to the resort. So I had I had such a nice moment with my son at that point. 
Phantasmic is one of my favorite shows there. I can see, like, kind of how, like, center portion of that show can kind of drag on for kids. Um, right. Like, it's not characters that they might be, like, no, like the Pocahontas, like, characters and stuff like that, you know, that they might not relate to. So I can see, like, where it would, you know, like, kind of... Like drag on, and I am like I'm happy that he did, you know, stick it out. I mean, um, because it is a really good show, and then all like floats at the end and stuff is really cool. So yeah, yeah. So he enjoyed it. So I'm I'm really happy about that. That's good. And then um, after we got back to the resort, Scott <laughs> and his wife and his his son came by probably at like a ten thirty at night. I think it was with my wife to meet you know to meet up and we sat outside the the our room because my wife my mother-in-law and my son and you know, my daughter were sleeping so you know we had a nice conversation with uh with them so it was really nice to meet his family he got to meet my family so i i really enjoyed that so um scott ah! i'm so happy that we had the opportunity to meet and we have a great family <laughs> so uh, it's Monday. the meeting of the two families it's so nice <laughs> So on Monday, we went to the Magic Kingdom for breakfast at Crystal Palace, and we, you know, we hit some attractions and then went back to the resort for a little while. And I think it, I think it rained a little bit. I, I can't remember. But um, at night, we went to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which is a uh, add-on, you know, extra, extra ticketed event, which they have, I forget how many nights during this time of year. And it was, I think it was like $65 or $67 a person. And... Yeah, it's it's a little steep, and you know it's a lot different than the the Halloween party. Where the Halloween party you get to go trick or treating, they don't have that. What they have is they have um, cookies and hot chocolate that they give out, which is like I think it's Snickerdoodles that they give out nice. and hot chocolate. Love Snickerdoodles. So they were good. The the hot chocolate's really is, is pretty sweet, a little too sweet, mm-hmm. but it's not bad. And it's really hot. I mean, at least the one that we got was like extremely hot. <laughs> Let it sit for a while before we drank it. Is it worth it? I mean, like I could see like first time like doing it, but is it like something you would do like over and over again if you were down there at the same time of year? I'll jump um, in here because this was my first one. I think Sean, you've done it before, right? Yeah, I've done yeah. it a few times. So this was my first uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party, and I will say that I enjoyed it. Uh, there are aspects that are a lot of fun. Um, the the castle lighting show is is fun, uh, even with Anna and Elsa doing it this year, <laughs> as opposed to Cinderella. Um, the holiday wishes is a good fireworks show. Um, I felt like the parade was good, but about four floats too long. Maybe like I felt like it dragged, uh, but it. It's almost worth it just to see the the toy soldiers. That part's really really cool. Yeah, the toy soldiers are cool. But the parade itself is probably about, like I said, four or five floats too long. Uh, I, I found myself growing impatient, waiting for the soldiers and for Santa to hurry up and come on. Um, <laughs> I almost feel like they're they're spaced too far apart. Yeah, I think that's. I could agree with that. I think too. that's the problem. Yeah, that may be it. Maybe maybe that's it. You know, but I just I felt like the parade was too long. Um, it's not as good as Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. It's not even close to as good as the Halloween Party. Uh, the parade is better at the Halloween Party. The fireworks are better at the Halloween Party. The trick or treating is better than the Snickerdoodles and the hot chocolate. Right. Um, all in all, the Halloween Party is better than the Christmas Party. Having said that, I'm glad I did it. 
Uh, I'm, I'm glad that I experienced it. Um, I was looking forward to having more walk-on opportunities for attractions than I did. I felt like, and it wasn't a sold-out night, but I felt like, you know, the attraction waits were still longer than I thought they would be. Uh, even for, for pirates was, you know, a 10 or 15 minute wait, which compared to during the day is nothing. Don't get me wrong, but at a, at a hard ticket event, that's supposed to be a limited number of guests. You, you know, you kind of expect to be able to walk on attractions and literally wait, you know, a couple of minutes, but that wasn't the case. I waited 10 or 15 for pirates, 10 or 15 for the jingle cruise, uh, 15 for the uh, mine train, which is incredibly short for the mine train, uh, you know, but I just felt like there were there were more people at the party than I thought there would be, which you know took away some of the some of that part of you know being able to walk on attractions. Uh, I'm glad I did it. Uh, I had a good time. For us, it it worked out really well. That was what we did. We flew in Sunday, and that was what we did Sunday night. So we didn't have to worry about a park ticket. You know, we bought tickets to the event, and that's cheaper than a one day park ticket. So ultimately, we spent less money than we would have otherwise. Uh, and we went in at four and stayed until just before midnight. We 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 didn't exactly shut the park down, but we left right around you know eleven forty five or so. So we got a good eight hours out of the park and. Uh, it, it was fun. It's not something, though, to answer your question. It's not something that I would do every year, uh, every four or five years, maybe, right. if they change it up. I could see myself going to the Halloween party maybe every two years or so, but I think the Christmas party I would do every probably four or five years. And, you know, the snow on Main Street was not nearly as good as the snow on the back lot at Hollywood. No, I know. I was shocked. I mean, the snow, the, the quote-unquote snow at Hollywood Studios for the Osborne lights, I mean, you were, like, getting you know, soaked with that stuff. I mean, it was there was so much of it. But at, on Main Street, I barely really even noticed it. Yeah, I agree. I didn't see much at all on Main Street. Barely noticed it, and that was when we were leaving. I it was Even that was hard to see. So I was surprised at that. The, the crowds, I... I guess that we like the Jingle Cruise. We waited 20 minutes to get on the Jingle Cruise, and the crowds weren't too bad with the night we were there. And you know, I agree. It's one of those things. Like, if you've never done it before, I would say do it. Otherwise, four or five years, yeah, that's probably what I was thinking. Yeah, if you've but, never done it, it's worth doing. Mm-hmm. If you've never done it, definitely check it out. But I also think that it's overpriced. I think if it was 50 bucks, it's something I would do every single trip. I think you know, it's almost 70 bucks. 70 bucks I think uh, I don't know that's a little high I think for what you get because if you're for you really to enjoy the night to to see things you need to see the parade you need to see the fireworks you need to see the the castle lighting show so you're going to spend two hours at least the party's from 7 to 12 by the way that's the actual party hours but you can get it like Alan was saying you can get in at 4 but the actual party doesn't start till 7 but you lose like 2 hours for the parade and you know if you get a spot so you're gonna lose like almost half your party time yeah, we just want, seeing that stuff. Wanting to see the parade, the lighting show, the fireworks, uh, the friend that my wife and I were with, she wanted to see the the, the show on, it's in front of the castle and they sing like Christmas songs and Goofy right. does like the, I can't remember the name of that show, but she wanted to see that. So wanting to see all that stuff really took, took away from the rest of, you know, taking advantage of the crowds, if you will. So then when we were trying to take advantage of the crowds, we really couldn't. We were still waiting 15 or 20 minutes for rides. 
It was kind of a dis- it was kind of a disappointment for me. What about the um, jingle um, cruise? Was that funny? Or <laughs> I know it's cheesy, but was it worth them doing like an overlay for it? I think so. I like yeah. the overlay. It's fun. I, like it. I mean, ultimately, it's not much different than than the regular one. I mean, they put Christmas decorations on the boats and on the and on the on the various scenes and. The, the jokes are a little more Christmas oriented or, or Thanksgiving oriented or whatever and but I, th- I think it's a good overlay it's well done it's it's fun it's something to change it up a little bit during this time of year I, I hope they keep doing it right. I wouldn't say that it necessarily made the attraction you know exponentially better but it was fun and totally worth uh, worth seeing so I'm glad they do that and I hope they continue to do that moving forward yeah it's just nice to mix it up a little bit it's Exactly. You know, it's just the monotony's gone a little bit, and I'm sure it gives the cast members a little, a little bit of a break in a way. You know, so it's I would, it's, I would. That's probably one of those things where you need to see it mm-hmm. if you're down there that time of year. I would definitely see the Jingle Cruise because I, I, because it's fun, and you know, you're down there for the holidays anyway, so take advantage of it. Cool. So you know, after the Christmas party, that was our last night in the park. So we got a caramel apple to go. And, you know, on Tuesday, we spent some time at the pool and we flew home. So that's basically my trip in a nutshell. Alan, let's, uh, let's hear your side. Well, now that Sean's done talking, I'll, I'll see if I can give the uh, abridged version of my trip report. So this episode isn't six hours long for our listeners. Podcast um, hog. Yeah, seriously. Really? This section of the episode is now sponsored by Cheerwine. Unofficially <laughs> sponsored by Cheerwine. Unofficially sponsored yeah. by Cheerwine. Uh, well, my trip was um, kind of an unexpected trip. It was the 16th to the 21st, so a Sunday through a Friday. Um, my wife and I, we, were, we really weren't planning on going, but we have a, a friend, uh, a really good friend that actually introduced us uh, many years ago that is a cast member at Disneyland, and she said that uh, she'd be down in Florida with, with her parents. Um, she's actually down there. She was down there before we got there, and she's still down there. She took about two weeks uh, vacation from Disneyland and flew to Florida. Um, and she said she could comp us tickets to the park and, and get us in for free. So we kind of we kind of worked it out where nice. you know, we, we went on the we went on the cheap. So we, we we found a good flight from Southwest and we flew down. Uh, we stayed at Art of Animation, which is uh, you know new for us. First time we've stayed there. We stayed at Value before. We stayed at Pop, but uh, Art of Animation was new. Uh, and like I said, she you know she was able to comp us our tickets, so we saved a lot of money there. Uh, it was a it was kind of an unexpected trip, but you know things just kind of fell into place with with our friend being there, and and we took advantage of of you know that situation. So it was a it was a shorter trip than we're used to doing, but it was a lot of fun. We had a good time. Was your room art of animation? What's it like for just the uh, like standard room? Yeah, we did stay standard. We stayed in the Little Mermaid, which is the only standard rooms there. Um, I mean, it's it's very uh, very similar to to pop i know you're familiar with pop it's mm-hmm. it's the same as pop you know you're gonna have you walk in and you've got either a king bed or or two doubles we had a king we, we lucked out we had a king size bed um you know you got one sink you did know, the little curtain that separates the the sink from the living room and then and then inside the door is the the toilet and the shower so it's very similar to pop i mean a very standard uh value resort room Except it's, I would say that the decorating, uh, the theming is is a thousand times more than what you get at Pop. I mean, you know, the bed, the headboard was it was a clamshell. Uh, the light was on the headboard. It looked kind of like a pearl. Uh, yeah, the the little curtain that separates the room was 
you know, it was the characters. There was a uh, uh, the the table in the room had the sheet music from Under the Sea. Uh, the shower curtain was Ariel. The the walls inside the shower, which was probably the coolest part of the room, that were tiled to look like Ariel's grotto with all the oh, the whatsits and thingamabobs and all that stuff. It was really well done. The shower was was really really cool actually. Um, so I mean your standard pop room or your standard value room, but just plussed a little bit if that makes sense. Done a little bit better, a little bit further than what we have had at Pop Century, because we've stayed at Pop before, so... Is it worth the extra money over Pop, or no? I would say yes. I, I think yeah. it was I think it was themed a little bit better. It's also just the fact that it's newer, and things mm. are a little bit nicer because they're newer, I think makes it worth the extra, the, the cost. Um, yeah, it, it's not like that much more, either. I think it's, it isn't. For Little Mermaid, it's not. Yeah. And obviously, you start talking to family suites, that's right. different. But for the Little Mermaid standard rooms, it's it's not a lot more than pop. Uh, but I do think it's worth it because things are still newer, things are still nicer. Um, you know, the... the it is, this isn't a knock against pop. A lot of the Disney resorts, they get to be run down. I mean, you know, mm. you know, thousands and millions of guests use these things, use these rooms every year. And until they get renovated, they, they, they start looking a little run down. And I think that's, I think that's pop right now, comparatively speaking, at least. Uh, but you know, the downside to Little Mermaid is it is the furthest building away from, um, the main building, but, I walked it every morning uh, while my wife was getting ready. I'd walk down and fill our mugs, uh, you know, and I had no trouble walking it. It's a, you know, probably a five minute walk one way, 10 minutes round trip. And, uh, you know, it's so it is the furthest building away, but I don't, it's not like you're walking from, you know, Magic Kingdom to Epcot. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Um, That's not bad either. I mean, because even at Pop, if you're in, if you're in one of the furthest buildings, it's about the same distance anyway. Yeah, I mean, the resorts are laid out almost identically. And so yeah. if you've been in a faraway building at Pop, you know the distance. It's not that bad. It is it is a longer walk, So, but if you go in expecting that, it's not a problem. Uh, but we, I was I was actually pleasantly surprised. I mean, you know, I, I, obviously the listeners know and you guys know I'm a DVC member, so I have been staying in the deluxe resorts and the DVC resorts for really the last, like, three years since we bought. So I'm I'm kind of used to that that level um so and not that i'm you know wasn't expecting you were slumming to, it uh, with the commoners no, this trip <laughs> no, I would say that, but i am a i am a hotel snob i don't deny it it is what it is i i like a nice hotel i like to stay in when i'm on vacation i like comfortable beds and comfortable pillows and nice soft towels and i'm a hotel snob it is what it is <laughs> judge me if you want but that's who i am um so i wasn't sure how i would react to staying in a value for the first time since uh, my first my first trip with my wife back when we were dating was 2005 and we stayed in pop and I haven't stayed in a value since then we even I mean her and I even moved up we were staying in moderates prior to to buying DVC after we got married so I just I haven't stayed in a value in a long time and there's nothing wrong with it I don't want to say that but I'm used to the deluxe resorts so going going down to the value was something I wasn't sure how I'd feel, but I really enjoyed it. I, w I was pleasantly surprised by Art of Animation. The resort's really fun. Um, you know, every morning I would walk from Little Mermaid, uh, you know, take pictures of the Little Mermaid section. I'd walk through the Lion King section and take pictures there. And then you get into the, the Finding Nemo section. Uh, the car section is past the building, so I never walked into the car section, but I would take pictures every morning. And, you know, it, it's a really, really well done resort. 
Um, I would say if if you if you're relying on Disney transportation, it's kind of a bummer that the only bus stops are up at the main building. That's kind of a bummer. Uh, we had a car, so it didn't affect us. But I think that would be an issue if uh, if you're relying on Disney transportation. Uh, you know, only being able to catch a bus from one place, whereas at the value, or I'm sorry, at the moderate resorts like Caribbean Beach, Coronado, there's usually more than one bus stop. Uh, so that's a downside to staying in a value. But I really enjoyed the resort. It's it's really really well done. The food court's amazing. Landscape of flavors. I I can't speak highly enough of that. They have they have really great selection there. Uh, it's not just you know pizza, chicken tenders, and burgers. I mean, one night I had butter chicken for dinner. Uh, one day uh, we ate, we ate lunch there. The first day we got in, and I created my own pasta dish with like mushrooms and spinach and peas and and it was it's just landscape of flavors is really spectacular I mean, even if I, we've gone to lunch there not staying there it's worth going to see and, and try that place i've heard that uh it's really good food and stuff over there and it's worth to like try things that you wouldn't you know like normally try because they do try and do more um ethnic foods and more um uh, like fresh and healthier dishes too there so uh it's a good uh mix of like of everything over there yeah it absolutely is i mean they, they like i said they've got a uh, they got like a soup and sandwich or a salad and sandwich place and they've got a pasta place and they've got a bur like a build your own burger place you can do all sorts of different stuff um and then they have a I don't know what they called it, but a place where, like I said, I got Indian food one night, but they also have uh, Asian food there, you know, Chinese food or whatever. And so there, there's a really good selection there. The food's really well done. And then, of course, they have the, the little section that most of the values have where you can get, you know, uh, desserts and danishes and stuff. And the everything brownie there is so <laughs> good. It's, it's, it's almost like fudge. It's so rich. And then it's got a chocolate ganache icing on top. Oh, and it's man. got... It's got mini M&Ms and uh, either walnuts or pecans. I can't recall which. Um, and then little mini marshmallows. Uh, dude, we It is so good. I mean, you can't eat one, but get one and split <laughs> it with, with whoever you're with, and it's they're so good. So I really enjoyed Art of Animation. Um, the first night, we thought it was, it was really quiet, but I think that's partly because we got in. We didn't get back to the room until about 1 a.m., and then we slept hard. So, because we had gotten up at 6 a.m. on Sunday to fly down to Florida, so we were just dead tired. Every other night, it was kind of loud for what I'm used to. That that is another bonus to the deluxe resorts. The walls are a little thicker. Um, you have the internal corridors, so you you don't get a lot of that outside sound. Uh, so that's a that is one negative to the value resort. Is you know, every other night, I, I felt like. You know, parents just let their kids slam the doors and run around yeah. and scream. Like, I swear, like, the worst parents in the world must have been <laughs> staying at that resort at the same time we were. And I can't tell you how many mornings I'd wake up and I'd hear a door slam and little Billy screaming and then the mom or dad screaming at little Billy to stop <laughs> screaming. It's like, well, that's not really helping. Um, you know, so uh, that's the other than that, really nice resort. Um, but anyway, we've, to move always right just, we've always just uh, packed like earplugs with us good idea Before that would go. be that'd be a good just idea because it's easier yeah yeah absolutely because there were some mornings where i was just like okay seriously and then um like the the third fourth and fifth day they were power washing the like the banisters and the railings and stuff so you heard these generators outside you know and it's <laughs> like 
<laughs> yeah, and, and normally we we're not rope droppers, but we usually do get up in the morning and get to the parks. If a park opens at nine, we're usually walking in about nine thirty. Uh, we're not there, you know, two hours before to catch the morning show, but we're usually early starters. But on this trip, it was a very laid back trip because the the guest passes we were using, um, you know, like I said, we were comped in by our, our cast member friend, but our cast member would have to go in with her pass first, which then activated our passes. So oh, we okay. couldn't get in a park until she was until she was at the park. So and she was very she's not a, an early morning person. So a lot of our mornings, like we we didn't get into the parks until like eleven eleven thirty most of the days that we were going to the parks. Um, so we were sleeping until nine thirty ten o'clock, which is not normally what we do at Disney. So normally it wouldn't matter that all that stuff was going on in the morning, but on this trip it did, and and it did affect the you know the sleeping a little bit. But but you weren't not... paying for it, so who cares? <laughs> exactly. I mean, you take a little and, and get a little there. So anyway, we got in. Um, we had a rental car, so that was fine. Got to the resort. We checked in. They had our room ready. Actually, we we were able to get a king bed, which at a value resort is a pretty big deal. There's not a lot of them. So it was pretty awesome that we got one. We ate lunch there at Landscape of Flavors, and we drove over to Magic Kingdom uh, and, and got in at 4 o'clock for the party. You know, I already told you guys my opinion of the party. Fun. I enjoyed it. Not as good as the Halloween party, though. Uh, we shut the part down that night. Uh, Monday, we went to Epcot. Uh, and Monday, the weather was terrible. And, you know... I'm a I'm a Disney pro like a, like all of us are and the listeners so you know we had ponchos and but the rain was it wasn't even just rain it was like torrential downpour all day long and you just could not avoid the rain and it was coming in sideways and you know my my upper half was fine but from like just above my knees down was drenched and and it just it became uncomfortable and just not any fun um, but we, we we toughed it out as much as we could then we went back to the resort to dry out a little bit. Um, and then we ended up going to Contempo Cafe for dinner that night, which was new for us. And that's a pretty good quick service place if you guys have not eaten there. It's, uh, they got some good selections. They have some flatbreads there that were really good. Uh, that We took the opportunity to see the uh, gingerbread display at the Contemporary that night, which is, of course, frozen-themed, uh, but, <laughs> but really well done. I mean, it's, it's a cute display. So we got to see that, and we went back to the room. Uh, Tuesday was a what did we do Tuesday? I don't remember. No, we ended up at the we ended up at the studios. Uh, I know we went to Osborne Lights Tuesday night. Uh, I can't remember what we did before that, but we ended up at the Osborne Lights, and the Osborne Lights are spectacular. Like honestly, seriously, one of the best things about Walt Disney World at Christmas is the Osborne Lights. And I know there's rumors that it's leaving, and that's sad. I hope they either, I hope either that it's just a temporary absence or they move it somewhere else because the Osborne Lights are so phenomenal. The music is fun. The snow is fun. The, the lights are just so great. We had such a good time wandering around the lights that night. Uh, that's the night I got to meet Scott. Oh! Ah! <laughs> I did not get to meet his wife and his uh, son. I guess they were back home by this point. But uh, Scott did come out, and uh, ah! uh, he and I had a good time. We uh, we wandered the lights a little bit, looking for the black cat. And I never could find him that night. Never could find the black cat that night. Uh, but we went and rode Star Tours, which Scott's half a good luck ah! star. 
I did get a new I did get a new scene. I got uh, the snow planet. Is that Hoth? Is that right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I got the snow planet. Uh, and then I ended up in the stupid Jar Jar Binks planet again, like I always do. But at least I got a different first planet. I wasn't on the Wookiee planet this time. I, I did get the, the, the Hoth planet, which was cool. Um, so we had a good time there. Then we went over and we rode Tower of Terror because uh, the walk on it. I mean, Tower of Terror was like a five or ten minute wait at the most. So we, we hopped on that and... Uh, like Sean was talking about, we got the video. Uh, Scott had the video. So, oh! uh, that person whose name I'm not going to say anymore sent me the video. <laughs> and the video is fun. Um, you know, it, it is a really cool little extra thing that you get with, with uh, the photo pass or memory maker, I guess it's called now. Yeah, that's right. so it's, it's really well done. It's really cool to, to see that. Uh, we were Tower Terror, and then it was part closing time, and we met back up with uh, my wife and my friend and, and my friend's mom. Uh, and uh, my friend lives in California, so she really wanted to go to Cracker Barrel. So cause she, she's from North Carolina like I am, and, and she was like, I want some you know southern home cooking style food. So we, uh, we drove out to Cracker Barrel, and we ate dinner at Cracker Barrel, which, you know, I like Cracker Barrel. It's fine. Okay, so that's why, because... Like I saw it like on social media, and it's like I couldn't like fathom that you're down <laughs> at Disney World and you choose to go eat at a Cracker Barrel. Like, but if it was for her and she was in town, and it's a bring back, you know, like memory kind of a meal, then it's okay. Yeah, she she just uh, you know wanted a little bit of that Southern cooking type yeah. style thing, and so we we drove out to Cracker Barrel, and we ate dinner at Cracker Barrel, and I saw Cheerwine there at Cracker Barrel. Uh, you know, posted out a picture of that on Twitter. Uh, Wednesday, we started back out at Epcot and spent some time at Epcot, and, and that was the that was really the only day I did any drinking. Um, I finally tried the uh, the Schoffhofer, the grapefruit yeah. beer in Germany. I was quite pleased. Um, it's Me not too. beer. I, I will never call that a beer, <laughs> um, but it's good. I mean, it's it's a it's definitely a sessionable. You know, it's actually not even a sessionable. It's so low in alcohol. It's I wouldn't even call it yeah, a sessionable beer, but it's real low in alcohol. But it's good. It was sweet, but uh, a little bit sour at the same time. You know, tip standard of a grapefruit, and it's not something I would drink on a regular basis. But it's definitely a good vacation drink. I, I think I'll probably have another one the next time I'm at Epcot because uh, it's just it's a it's a it's a different drink. It's not something that I'm going to get around home so it's it's one of those like it's a disney thing to me so it's gonna it'll probably be something i do again i had one tonight with dinner excellent i mean i would drink it occasionally it, it, i didn't love it but it was good i enjoyed it and i i appreciated it because it's a different type of beer so you know it was, it was worth drinking i'm glad i tried it so many people you know really like it and yeah, you know, yeah. obviously our, our friends on twitter all talk about it and and i'm glad i finally got to try it it's more of a, you know, a summertime on the porch, grilling burgers, um, like type of beer. Oh, totally. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I could definitely see, you know, at the pool or something, just drinking that all day. And, and yeah. it, it's so low alcohol. I mean, it's you're never going to get a buzz on that. So. Right. So it's, it's definitely one that you could drink you know, for a while. Uh, then we ended up, we actually ended up going back over to Hollywood Studios to do more Osborne Lights because, like I said, we, we really just really had a great time at the Osborne Lights. So we went back over there for Osborne Lights. We finally found the Black Cat that night. So we did find the Black Cat and the, um, the Arkansas Razorback. So we, we found those that night. And let's see. Thursday, we went to Magic Kingdom. And, and that was a day, it ended up just being basically just me and my wife, uh, my friend, and 
she had some friends that are cast members at Disneyland too that were out and they ended up kind of going off and going to Epcot for lunch. And then it just never worked out that we ended up getting back together. So we just, my wife and I stayed at magic kingdom all day and, you know, did the standard stuff, you know, splash mountain again. And, um, you know, pirates of the Caribbean and we rode Dumbo and the TTA and things like that. Just kind of made it a normal park day. Uh, and then Friday we got up, uh, we went down to downtown Disney Springs. That's what I'm going to call it for now, since it's kind of a mixture of both. Uh, we did some shopping. I ended up, we ended up getting one of those coupons for uh, 20% off if you eat at certain quick service places. They they gave you oh, 20% yeah. off coupons, so we used that. And and they do not, they really don't limit you, which is really cool. I mean, you can use that on some some high dollar stuff. I mean, my wife, the, not this trip, but the last trip, we bought a Dooney and Burke bag with that and got 20% off. So they don't limit you to what you use the coupon on. Is You just have to go to certain stores. There's a time constraint though, right? Like it has to be, uh, well, there normally like is. Or Mine didn't have it. Now we were there first thing in the morning. Anyway, we went to breakfast at uh, Earl of Sandwich. I'm sorry, not Earl of Sandwich. We went to breakfast at Wolfgang Puck. Uh, and then we were there for opening. So it wouldn't have mattered to us anyway. Normally there is, you have to use it by one o'clock PM. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mine didn't actually say that we, it, there was no limitation on mine. I don't know. It was the first day that the coupons were printing. So I don't know if maybe they just, you know, weren't printing correctly, but, uh, cool. but yeah, normally you'd have to use them by one, but yeah, that's like I said, they don't limit other than the time. They don't they limit. You can't use it on gift cards, which is obvious. They, you can't use it on CDs or DVDs. Uh, but as far as any other merchandise, you're pretty much free to use it. So, you know, we bought her a Dooney and Burke bag with it uh, on a previous trip. On this trip, I bought a I bought another watch that was uh, a bull of a watch. So it was a little bit more expensive. I got 20 percent off on I probably wouldn't have bought it full price, but. 20% off saved me a large chunk of money. So uh, we went downtown Disney. Then we went to Magic Kingdom. We ate lunch at, um, well, I didn't eat lunch. I got a chicken waffle, but everybody else ate lunch at Columbia Harbor House. And that pretty much wrapped up the trip for us. We had to get back to the airport and, and get checked in and return the rental car and stuff. So it was a very, it was a different trip for us. We, you know, like I said, we, we couldn't get in the parks as early as we normally do. We had to kind of wait around. So we, instead of it being, most of our Disney trips, we do a lot of table service meals because we've had tables in Wonderland. So what we generally do is we get up in the morning, we get out to the parks, we do our park stuff until like four o'clock or so. We go back to the resort, we get cleaned up, and we usually go to a nice dinner. We go to Flying Fish, we go to Gco, we go to a nice dinner, uh, and then you know we kind of close out dinner uh, and and then head back. Either we'll go to a, to a park late at night or we'll go to downtown Disney or we go back to the resort. That's kind of our, our normal touring. But this trip was different. We were waking up later, spending more time in the parks, closing down the parks, which was different for us. Um, but but a nice change. It was a it was a very relaxed trip, too. We, we hardly rode any attractions. I mean, I probably at Epcot, the only things we rode at Epcot were Spaceship Earth and Living with the Land. Um, at the studios, all I rode was Star Tours and Tower of Terror. We didn't go to Animal Kingdom at all. It just didn't work out. And at Magic Kingdom, we rode Splash, Big Thunder, Pirates, Philhar Magic, Dumbo, and the TTA. Oh, and one and one trip on the Haunted Mansion. So, I mean, we, we, it was just a very relaxed trip. It was just a lot of walking around and soaking up the atmosphere, which, you know, for us, this was our third trip in 2014 and our fourth trip in 
13 months. I mean, we've been a lot over the last <laughs> year. So we were able to just walk around and enjoy the parks, even though we weren't riding attractions, you know? Oh, we rode Seven Doors Mine Train, too. But um, it was just, it was a different trip for us, but it was nice. We had a lot of fun. It was relaxed. It was, uh, we, we tried new things. Like I said, I tried that new grapefruit beer. We ate lunch at... Uh, the patisserie in France, which normally we just go there for like dessert and special treats, but we actually ate food there. I finally tried fish and chips from um, from England or from the UK. Uh, what's the name of the place? It's the Yorkshire Yorkshire County, County Fish. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I finally tried fish and chips, and they were delicious. Totally worth the wait. Um, you know, I, I, we finally went to Caramel Cooch or Cook or whatever the name of that place is, and I got something from there. There was a lot of just new stuff that we did, a new resort. It was it was a different trip for us, but we really had a good time. That's always nice, too, to just to, like slow down and stuff and walk around, especially if you're there for a solid week or like 10 days or so, or it's like, oh, like you did. It's your third trip down there, so like it wasn't, you know, as if you have to rush and run to like each thing because it'll be, you know, two or three years again, so... That's what's nice, too, is to just to take a day or two and just kind of, you know, like slow things down and walk around. Should we uh, end the show with a moment of silence for uh, the taco salad bowl? <laughs> uh, for Pecos Spills. I was never a taco okay. salad bowl. Oh, speaking of Pecos Spills, I tried those ribs. Uh, oh, yeah. You were talking about? Yeah. My God, there was like a massive amount of food there. I couldn't even finish I know, them. there was. Yeah. <laughs> That wasn't like a set of ribs. It was like half a pig, dude. Right, yeah. <laughs> Those things are fantastic, though. They're really good. They were really good. I enjoyed them, but, like, seriously, a half a pig on my plate. I, I could not, I honestly, I couldn't finish them. Yeah. I tried, and I just couldn't finish them. There was so much food there. Oh, and, man. And it's only, like, what, like 15 bucks, I think? And did you get, like, like two sides with it, too? Yeah, you get, like, fries and... You get fries and another side with it or something. I don't even remember what I ordered. But yeah, I think it was coles- like I think I like coleslaw with slaw it, or something. which yeah. I didn't eat because I don't like coleslaw. But um, yeah, just a ton of food and, and not much more expensive than like a burger or the taco bowl, but mm-hmm. but better and just a massive amount of food. Um, so that would yeah, that was something else new. I'm trying to think, we we tried a bunch. I tried a bunch of new stuff this trip. Uh, but I can't remember what else we did. No, we had breakfast at Wolfgang Puck. Breakfast at Wolfgang Puck is really good, by the way. You should check that out. So, yeah, it was just a, it was a different trip for us. We tried a lot of new stuff, but we had a really good time. And it was just a very relaxed trip and, and just kind of hanging out. And, and it was cold, too. Wasn't atmosphere. it cold down there, though? It did get cold. Uh, I, wore, I wore shorts and a T-shirt the first day. And then I wore shorts the day that it rained like crazy. But that rain brought in the... Uh, cold front and then I was in uh, jeans and a you know sweatshirt and a jacket Tuesday and Wednesday wow um, I mean it was straight I, I, at the Osborne lights I mean it was straight cold I mean it felt like Christmas at the Osborne lights, <laughs> which, was, which was really well, that's what you want yeah it, it actually nice made, there, yeah. it made the Osborne lights that much better like because you were just I mean my wife had like a scarf wrapped around her head and and our friend did the same thing like they were I mean it was really cold that that Wednesday night I mean uh, the the sun never came out it was overcast like all day so even though it was in about the I don't think it got higher than about 52 or 53 but then with wow. no sun it was just even colder but it was right. it was so great it was so much fun so we had a really great time cool that's what it's all about 
yeah, we had a good time. Sounds like Sean had a good time as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this episode's gone on long enough, so uh, <laughs> we will we will finish this one up. That's uh, if anybody else has anything else to say, I'll go ahead and wrap it up. Nope. I'm nope. good. Nope. All right. Well, that's <laughs> wrapping it up. That's going to do it for this week. Be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. You can comment in the notes over EnchantedTikiTalk.com. You can email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Uh, don't forget to show us your Tiki side. If you're in the parks, give us a quick call and let us know who you are, or where you're at, and uh, that you are listening to the Enchanted Tiki Talk podcast. Uh, be sure to like us on Facebook. Check out our store over at redbubble.com. Uh, we're still playing Thursdays at 11 on V24 Radio, so please check us out there. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream and MouseWorldVacations.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dolwood Daily. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N O R M N B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening to our trip reports this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Holy yeah, crap, so, Wizard of Oz is on TBS. Sorry, sidetrack. <laughs> Squirrel! <laughs> Rabbit trail. Yeah.